Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Amazon's pending acquisition of podcasting powerhouse Wondery will change podcasting's power dynamic, but not through domination, by eliminating the very idea of dominating the podcasting landscape. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Wondery will soon be part of the Amazon machine. The deal was rumored at, what, like $300 million? And that got the attention of a lot of the media who proclaimed this is Amazon making a play to be the dominant player in podcasting. Eh, maybe. We've seen that a while. We've heard that for quite some time now with Apple with Spotify making their big moves and other big acquisitions. Look, there's a lot of talk about this, but I want to think about it. I want to help you think about it in a slightly different way because I think every every big entity that comes in swinging around their huge bags of cash in the podcasting space, which I don't I wonder how many more we can do, but regardless of that, I think they all do it for different reasons. Now, when Spotify started doing it back in 2018, acquisition of Gimlet and a whole bunch of other properties that they went through. They did it for one reason. Well, one primary reason. Spotify wants subscription revenue. They make money when you and I give them the $7, $11, or whatever it costs for a Spotify premium membership. It attracts more people to their platform. But also, it reduces the amount of payments Spotify has to give to music labels the rights holders of the music that's played, because that's how they're paid. They don't pay us, podcasters. They, Spotify, don't pay us, podcasters, anything for that, right? Of course, Spotify also wants to make some ad revenue. The more you use that app, the more attractive it is to people who want to advertise to people who are using that app. That's a big deal. And of course, Spotify has an, uh, an eye on what they could do with the future of all this content that they now own, and this app that they own, and this entire world that they've gotten themselves into. Amazon's doing it for slightly different reasons. Amazon is first and foremost looking at this, I think, as a content pipeline for Amazon Studios. That's the arm they have that makes television and movies and all that. Well, now, when they get something sent to them, when, they're, when their editors, when their producers are looking through the slush pile, they can say, is this thing ready for TV? Because we can make TV. We're Amazon. Is it ready for a movie? Because we can make movies. We're Amazon. Or is this more appropriate for a podcast? Because now we're in the podcasting space and we just bought a podcast creation team who can create that content for us. So they've got a production arm, a studio, Amazon Studios, that now has a third arm to it, if you will. And of course, they want us to sign up for Amazon Prime to get some exclusivity stuff. 
They're not really set up for ad revenue, even though Amazon made like 20 million extra dollars they didn't think they were going to do from sponsored listings in, in Amazon.com. But that's a totally different thing. I don't want to go down that, that road. But I don't think that's what makes this so cool. What makes this Amazon buying Wondery that big of a deal for us? Now, I think the real big deal here is that with Amazon's entry and buying Wondery and with what Spotify is already doing in this space and with what iHeart is doing and what Pandora is doing, I think it means starting now, very soon, there will be no single podcast platform that has dominance. Now, right now, we kind of have one in Apple, our absentee ruler, if you will, sitting on the throne, that's been slowly being chipped away and chipped away and chipped away, and they don't really seem to be doing anything about it. And I think this furthers that to the point to where sometime in the near future, there will be no dominant player in podcasting, which is kind of the way it is in television. I mean, which TV network dominates? There isn't one. So which television, which movie studio dominates? There really isn't one. So it's the same thing. Media is just moving to where it's now totally fractured. Now, I think that has two major implications for us as podcasters. Number one, because there will be no single dominant platform, it is more important than ever for your shows to be everywhere. You can't rely on one single platform anymore, even if that single platform today is handling, and perhaps especially if that single platform today is handling your distribution for you, you think it is, you can't do it that way anymore. You're going to have to take control. No more just list it in one place and assume it'll get picked up in other places. No, you're going to have to take a much more active role in making sure your distribution is complete. And number two, perhaps the bigger challenge here is I think this will rewrite the entire discovery, marketing, optimization, whatever we're doing. All of those challenges we face today, we have even bigger challenges with them in the future. Because it's no longer about how does my show look on that purple platform. It's how does my show and how do my episodes look everywhere. What can I do to not just drive ratings and reviews at this one purple platform, but what can I do to optimize my placement across all of these different places people might be discovering content with different algorithms, different ways of looking at things. There's also going to be, as a part of that, a huge emphasis on the digital presence of your shows. Not just how they live on individual platforms, but off of the platforms. Because Discovery has already always been off platforms. Now, even more so with this new fractured, non-dominant player position. That means your website. And that means how you list your show on your website and how you share your content on social media. Look, you, just, you can't do the lazy thing of just sharing an Apple Podcast link anymore, people. That's going away. So, lots of big changes coming, but the dominance is the fact that there is no more dominant player. That's the world we're going to live in, which makes it fun and interesting and a, and a bit of a challenge as we continue to roll forward 
as Amazon makes this big play and starts bringing more people into the space. One little thing to, to end with here. Look, whatever platform you're using today and whatever platform I'm using today to listen, whatever apps that we, you and I are listening, they're probably not going to change. I mean, they might. But we don't have to change. All of these changes I'm talking about, this lack of dominance, is for the new batch of people coming into podcasting. Because you have to remember, two-thirds of the population still don't have the podcasting habit. So as these big moves continue, and they, the Amazons of the world, continue to push more people towards the podcasting space... More people are in using that platform as their choice and, and learning the fact they can be everywhere. So look, you and I don't have to change our platforms. I'm not suggesting we do that, nor am I suggesting you should try and get your audience to switch to any particular platform, any particular listening app. Don't. There's no need. Let people listen to what they want to listen to. Your job, my job, all of our jobs as podcasters to make sure that our shows are well set up for that fractured reality we live in without a dominant player. Now, if you like the things I had to say with you, to you, for you today, please consider going to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra and toss a couple of bucks my way. That would be nice and helpful. But most importantly, most importantly, and especially for this new year, I need you to please tell one other working podcaster you know about podcast pontifications. There's a lot of FUD, that's fear, uncertainty, and doubt, out there in the podcasting space with a lot of people just talking about the basic stuff. I want to help clear up some of that uncertainty, that fear, that whatever the D stands for, fear and doubt <laughs> by the show. And, and you telling other podcasters about the show really helps me do that. So thank you very much for that. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, 
Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.